Good Wednesday morning to you and happy June. Here it is, first day of June. So we are uh, fast approaching the first day of summer. Now, some would have thought that uh, Monday would have marked the beginning of summer. And, uh, and, and I guess psychologically it is. You know, when we come to the first, uh, we come to the month of June, we feel like this is summer. We're in summertime. And uh, well, happy summer to you. First day of June. And uh, I, I hope you have a good summer in whatever your plans are through the months of June, July, and August. Well, today, let's ponder this question. Why is it that there are nations that were once incredibly powerful and greatly feared and seemed to be invincible, but have come to a place of weakness and vulnerability and dependence and really kind of third rate when it comes to the powerful nations of the world. Why is that? What's happened to them? Now, certainly, um, you know, historians might look at different things and say, you know, this factor and that factor came into play and so on and so forth, and certainly do that, for example, with the fall of Rome, the Roman Empire, um, and, and, and that there's a legitimate place for that. But in the scriptures, we have even more insight. And what, what can be behind the historical factors, the political factors and economic factors that bring a powerful nation to its knees and reduce it to a place of subservience? What's behind that? Well, when we look at Isaiah chapter 19 and 20 and 21, we get some insight. Because in, um, in Israel's day, in the time of Isaiah's writing, there were a couple of nations that were considered to be incredibly powerful. One of them was Egypt. Egypt had a long history of being a powerhouse nation. Um, but another one was, uh, was Babylon, the Babylonian Empire, as it had come to be known. And so both of these were very, very powerful empires. Uh, seemed like to the people, the nations surrounding those empires, that they were, they were invincible. And Nothing anybody could do to uh, stop their power and exercise of their power any way they particularly chose to do so. But listen to a couple of verses here. One of them in Isaiah 19 begins this way. Verse, verse 1 begins this way. The burden against Egypt. It says, Behold, the Lord rides on the swift cloud and will come into Egypt. The idols of Egypt will totter at his presence, and the heart of Egypt will melt in its midst. I will set Egyptians against Egyptians. Everyone will fight against his brother and everyone against his neighbor, city against city and kingdom against kingdom. When you, when you read that, what, what you read is, if you were looking at it after the fact, looking at the fall of Egypt from a historical standpoint, you would ask the question, you know, what happened to this once great nation? And you'd look at the evidence and you'd say, well, uh, they, they just, there was just so much division in the land. You know, people came up with different ideas about things and they held on to them and they're different ideologies and they couldn't blend them, they couldn't compromise. And, you know, 
brothers fighting against brothers, city against city, and you know, next thing you know, I mean, you know, the nation can't survive long that way, so you know, there, there you go. But, but, but get this. Before it ever happened, the Lord said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to set Egyptian against Egyptian, city against city. Everyone's going to fight with his neighbor, and even brother against brother. By the way, that almost sounds like the American Civil War, doesn't it? And you could look again at history, and you could see some historical factors that brought about the Civil War in the United States of America. Or you could look deeper and conclude that for, for some purpose, some greater purpose, God allowed that or brought that thing into being. And Egypt wasn't the only nation like this. In chapter 21, verse 9, the Babylonian Empire was an incredibly powerful empire also. But verse 9 says, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the carved images of her gods, he, the Lord, God, has broken to the ground. So Babylon was another great empire that crumbled and really came, came to nothing. There is no Babylonian Empire today. There is no Egyptian empire. There is no Roman empire. Why have these great powerhouses fallen? Behind the scenes, working behind the scenes, is an all-powerful God who is bringing about the demise and humbling a people that had become so proud. So I think we need to be careful. We need to be very careful. We need to be careful uh, even as Americans, because, listen, even the, the most powerful and seemingly invincible nation is vulnerable to God's judgment. We aren't above it. No matter where you live on this planet, you can't say your country is above receiving the judgment of God. We are not immune. We are not immune from the wrath of the Almighty. And we would do well to be aware of that and to live accordingly. And I'm talking about God's people. I'm talking about those who uh, are unconverted, who seem to think that we can do what we want to do. There's no one who sees. There's no one who knows beyond ourselves. There is a God. There is an almighty God who meets out justice and brings down nations, great nations, powerful nations, and humbles them. Oh, that it were not so in our land. Oh, that instead we would turn to God with all of our being and we would see yet another great awakening, even in our time. Let's pray to that end. So our Father and our God, I pray you deliver us from an attitude of uh, invincibility, as if we are immune from your wrath. Deliver us from that kind of proud, arrogant thinking. Humble us, O Lord, and as your people, may we be humbled and be praying for a national awakening, even as our nation has experienced in years gone by. Do it again, Lord, we pray, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, have a good rest of your Wednesday. I trust your month of June gets off to a wonderful beginning. Good day. God bless. 